Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Vince McMahon was supervising night one of WWE WrestleMania 39. There's a major update on Drew McIntyre's WWE future. There's also an injury update on AEW's Matt Jackson. And Impact Wrestling's Giselle Shaw was verbally abused by Rick Steiner on Friday in a, a very troubling story. Um, hello and welcome to the Solo Sunday News here with myself, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, turn notification bells on, all of that jazz. But most importantly, Make sure you're having the best possible day. Whether you're doing something, whether you're doing nothing, I hope it goes as well as possible for you. And if things aren't going so well, i probably turn around quick for you. This WrestleMania weekend, night one of WrestleMania 39 is in the bag, in the record books, is done, is dusted, is a, was, a, was a very, very entertaining show for me. I really enjoyed it. There was a lot to like in there. I won't dive too much into WrestleMania because we have a What Went Down video, Adam Wilborn, live on location outside SoFi Stadium. So go and check that out for all of your WrestleMania 39 night one reactions. But I am going to talk about Vince McMahon being at WrestleMania 39. Now, it was known that Vince was at SmackDown on Friday um, and he was in attendance. At, at WrestleMania the first night and one has to presume as well he'll be there today for night two of WrestleMania um, but this this update comes from PWInsider.com where this time because remember Vince McMahon was a, a, a raw taping in Boston uh, last month I believe it would have been in, yeah in March and he was not hands-on at all uh, he was just there basically was supposedly was there visiting John Cena that was the reason for him being at Raw uh, and he didn't get involved in pretty much anything that's I mean if you're supposed to believe the official line and all of this um, but this time at Wrestlemania uh, the, the report from this some quotes here from like I said from PW Insider uh, McMahon is said to have been much more involved last night than he was when he attended Raw in Boston uh, and several sources told the outlet that Vince even had his own office backstage at Wrestlemania and this office was very close to the career position. Uh, on top of that, McMahon could be heard on the headsets early in the night and was giving feedback and asking questions. Uh, one source also told PW Insider uh, that the disgraced chairman was supervising the show rather than just hanging out. So, yeah, this, uh, I mean, as, as I mentioned there, alluded to, the official company line of Vince McMahon is, uh, is that he is not involved in the creative capacity, he is not involved with talents, he is not involved with the running of the show. Uh, McMahon came back to the company at the turn of the year, uh, basically to facilitate the, the one, the sale of WWE, and also to oversee new TV rights uh, negotiations. Not sit at WrestleMania <laughs> in the gorilla position, on a headset, uh, supervising the biggest show of the year. So, 
I, I don't know what we make of this one. It's, I mean, it, did you really think that Vince McMahon would let a WrestleMania go by without him being around somehow? His baby, his creation. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm going to go all NWO, spin my chair around and poison the, yeah, that, that old jazz from, from back in what, 2002? Two? Two, two, or one, two, definitely two, 2002. Anyway, on to our next story. And there's an update on a man who is due to do battle later today, and that is Drew McIntyre. This comes from Fightful Select, um, and it's regarding Drew McIntyre's future with WWE. Now, there, there were rumblings that McIntyre's contract maybe has a year left on it with WWE, and this, this Fightful report notes that, a little bit more specific, he's believed to have nine months left of his current WWE deal. Uh, and also, uh, there was a, a a line here about um where are we that yeah basically the deal is expected to be up by the end of the year but McIntyre himself has made it clear that he plans to wait until much closer to the end of his deal uh, to start negotiations properly because there are again a quote here a number of factors to consider uh, and Drew McIntyre is apparently one of dozens I think was the phrase I used uh, I saw you sorry of wrestlers at WWE whose contracts are due to expire by the end of next year 2024 so there's a whole bunch of wrestlers who could become free agents by the end of next year Drew McIntyre though should be by the end of this year uh, of course WWE are very eager to keep Drew McIntyre a two-time world champion now of course um, so it remains to be seen what happens on this one I mean I, I don't particularly think Drew McIntyre is going to go anywhere but as we saw with Randy Orton, there's a great bargaining chip out there now. That bargaining chip is the prospect of going to AEW. So you just use that to get yourself the best possible deal with WWE. And I think that is exactly what Drew McIntyre will do. I mean, he is a main event talent these days. And he obviously will uh, should be uh, entitled to a main event deal. Um, now, in terms of main eventers in AEW, many will see the Young Bucks as a main event act. And they are. They are, rightly so. Um, and Matt Jackson, though, uh, is injured at the moment. This came about on, uh, was it two weeks ago, when the Bucks were attacked at the beginning of the show on Dynamite and they were both loaded off into ambulances. Might have been three weeks ago. Who cares? Um, but, uh, yeah, it, this, I mean, it's storyline injuries, but Matt Jackson's injury is a very real one. He has got a partially torn bicep. Uh, and uh, we've already heard that he doesn't want to go undergo surgery and instead he's just going to try and rehab that injury uh, and Dave Meltzer on the latest episode of the Wrestling Observer Radio has an update on this situation um, that the uh, the expected time for Matt is six to eight weeks of recovery and the aim is to have him back in action for Double or Nothing which takes place on May the 28th of course uh, the stars were lining nicely for a Elite versus Blackpool Combat Club match at some point and it would, it, it, one has to imagine, you, you couldn't do that match without Matt Jackson or, or any of the elite involved, basically. It'd be weird just to have a young book rather than the young books uh, for such a match. But yeah, uh, hopefully things are on the up for Matt and he's not out of action for too much longer. Uh, one final story here before we get into your, your questions. Um, and it's, it's, oh, it's, 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 it's a horrible story, to be honest. Uh, it's uh, Rick Steiner, um, one half of one of the greatest tag teams of all time. I absolutely love the Steiner Brothers, man. But Rick Steiner um, has uh, reportedly at WrestleCon on Friday made several uh, several transphobic comments towards Impact Wrestling's Giselle Shaw. Uh, now, uh, WrestleCon has taken place. It was uh, an autograph session. Giselle herself took to, uh, to Twitter to, uh, to to basically to put this out into the public because behavior like this it needs to be called out it's it's just it's absolutely dreadful um i'll, I'll i've got some quotes here um so uh she's not sure uh, wrote that she was walking to a table at wrestlecon and she overheard someone yelling you're a man you're a dude you're a piece of trash you are filth and get the 
F away from here. Um, uh, Giselle uh, kept her head down, kept walking to a table, but then decided to go back and see who was saying this and to confront them. And that's when it became apparent it was Rick Steiner. Um, as she put here, I decided to take a walk in that area and I hear that same person saying the same derogatory comments. I looked at the person that was Rick Steiner saying those statements. Uh, I was shocked and could not believe that this was even happening. Uh, to have someone saying the, those comments who a lot of people look up to and consider their hero was quite shocking and disheartening. I was in disbelief, so I asked him, excuse me, he kept repeating those hateful phrases and started yelling at me in a public setting. It was inexcusable and unacceptable. Absolutely right. It was inexcusable and unacceptable. Um, and as well, just to make this even more just a horrible story, there was a, a lot of other wrestlers around, a lot of other legends around, and nobody stepped in to say anything. So, yeah, just I, I, I can't say the words I want to say here about Rick Steiner, but yeah, just no, absolutely horrendous, awful. Um, but yeah, uh, best wishes to Giselle. Um, and hopefully, uh, hopefully she's having a, a good weekend uh, out in. Uh, I think WrestleCon's still taking place now. But anyway, that, that's 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 irrelevant. It's more important just to be well, uh, be safe. Um, yeah, just uh, uh, yeah, horrendous and Rick Steiner. Uh, right, let's wrap things up with some questions here. Uh, Nell Bloom's got in touch. If you have the sp- oh, there we go. I've- it's not a question; it's a statement, and I've kind of really answered it. Uh, Nell got in touch to say, if you have the space to mention Giselle during tomorrow's chock full news, would be very grateful. Here's Theo from his afternoon work. Uh, work, sorry. Oh, there we go. That's all you covered. Uh, but yeah, thanks for sending a picture of Theo in. Nell, he looks uh, like a very handsome boy uh, as ever on a Sunday. Send me a picture of your pet. It genuinely does put a smile on my face. Uh, and apologies if I, if I sound tired. I look tired. I've been up since four o'clock because WrestleMania. But, but yeah, uh, right. Head to Garcia the third got in touch uh, based on WWE running low on headliners for the Hall of Fame can you see them eventually switching to alternating years instead of every year no <laughs> it's the, the simple answer uh, there's just too much money involved uh, the, the, the Hall of Fame itself generates revenue for the company it, it gives you an excuse to bring in legends into the Hall of Fame who then you can uh, license merchandise for because you, you have them on a legends deal uh, so uh, yeah I don't think they will and also I mean, you mentioned uh, running out of names or main event names or big names. It's WWE. If for, for they could, whoever they want to be seen as a big deal headline act, they will make feel like a big deal headline act. It could be Marty Jannetty. There we go. I love me some Marty Jannetty. Um, but WWE, if they wanted to, they could they could just, the, the way that the production value they have, the, the way they frame their narrative, they can make anybody to them feel like a main event act, a main event draw. Uh, but there are lots of big names out there still. I mean, Dave Batista is one uh, who was heavily rumored for this year. Of course, there is the looming shadow of a certain Dwayne. Um, yeah, there's a, a bunch of people who can still go in. So I don't think there'll be uh, alternating years uh, just yet. Anyway. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. 
That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Before we go any further, though, this podcast is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account and you've got no idea where it's going? Well, it's all those subscriptions. I mean, think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it is endless. I'm guilty of this, so I used Rocket Money to help me find out what subscriptions I'm actually spending money on, and it was more shocking than a wrestling betrayal. You see, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in cancelled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. That's rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Rocketmoney.com slash wrestling. Uh, change still kept in touch after the tag team showcase and the title change. How do you feel about the division going forward after Mania? Uh, one, that tag team showcase was a whole lot of fun. And two, the main event was absolutely everything you would have hoped from the culmination. Not in the culmination of the story, because I think that there are still plenty of strands to play out. But yeah, it was it, the, the tag team action at WrestleMania on night one was fantastic. I mean, in terms of the the tag division going forward, it's not a case of the talent isn't there because you've got, I mean, you've got Street Profits, you've got the Viking Raiders, you've got Alpha Academy for however long they're together still. I mean, rumblings of a Chad Gable single run, which I would be all for that. Serious, badass, wrestling Chad Gable. I, I'm, I'm all over that. Uh, you've got Rick Shane, Baron Strowman, Imperium, the Good Brothers, uh, of course, the Usos, uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, New Day. Forget the New Day. Uh, and then you've got teams like pretty deadly to me are they're they're ready whatever you want to pull the trigger on them on their main roster they're, they're there uh the Cree brothers are another team that aren't a million miles away i don't think from from uh going to roar or smackdown uh, so there's the talent is there it's just the case of the, the booking of the division and and it's interesting to see now how things play out because the usos have had that to, to coin the phrase to borrow a phrase when they've had that division on lock for so long where they were just the dominant team that was a case of somebody had step up to the usos they lose Somebody else step up to the Usos, they lose. So now it's like, it's hard creatively when you've got such a heavy focus on one act. So then what do you do with the rest of the division? And, and that's that's I mean, that's why these creative types get paid a lot of money. That's why Paul Levesque is getting a, a lot of money. It's, it's his problem to, to uh, resolve. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, like I said, the talent's there. It's just how you book that division. Um, and I think coming out of WrestleMania, there's a lot of buzz around the tag team division, the tag team ranks, the tag team champions now, the new ones, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. So, yeah, everything is there to do something great with tag team wrestling again. 
I, hey, who knows? Maybe FTR get thrown into the mix. I don't think that's happening myself. I think it's, they're, they're staying with AEW, but uh, crazier things have happened. Uh, where are we? Uh, Sims Gaming Time has got in touch. Uh, after an incredible match with Charlotte, who do you think Rhea's next challenge will be? Uh, yeah, for me, that was the match of the night. I, I really enjoyed night one of WrestleMania 39, uh, but that was the match of the night. Um, I, I, I thought that was an even better match than the K- KO and Sammy versus the Usos. Um, in terms of what's next for Rhea, obviously you presume she moves to SmackDown uh, and uh, and maybe the Judgment Day do too. Uh, for me, I think Rhea needs to just go on a tear and just dominate for, for the rest of the year. But in terms of who would be next, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan's a reliable, dependable, go-to babyface, the underdog babyface, the slightly undersized babyface, and you put her against a beast like Rhea Ripley, uh, especially with their, their their previous, their past as, as tag team partners and rivals. I think as a brief feud, you could go to Liv. She, she's there. I mean, you talk about the tag team division, the, the women's division has not exactly been on fire on either Raw or SmackDown lately, so there's nobody particularly heated up on SmackDown that I can think of that comes to mind. Uh, I mean, you get at some point you get to run the Rousey and Rhea Ripley. I, I'd be very much for that. Shayna Baszler as well, man. Just criminally wasted Shayna Baszler. But those two, uh, Rhea, uh, sorry, uh, Ronda and Shayna seem to be doing the tag team thing for, for now. And I won't be surprised if they get those belts. But yeah, I think Liv Morgan first and then we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Antonio's got in touch actually with two questions. Uh, with the women missing out on the main event again, not having a storyline, uh, no one knew really getting over. Are Mercedes Bernardo and Trinity Fatu more than right to leave? As women have gotten a lot better now, but they're some of the least pushed women ever. Um, that's that's uh, that's a big question. That's a, that's a very thanks for sending that one in, Antonio. Um, I, I don't know. I mean. It's, it's down to the talent themselves. I mean, depending on what they want to do. And, and obviously with Mercedes, she's talked for, for years about wanting to do something with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So I think for her, she was absolutely right to leave because you're not going to be able to wrestle for New Japan or stardom while you're under contract with WWE. Uh, in terms of Trinity, I, it remains to be seen where she resurfaces. If she does resurface in, in pro wrestling, which promotion will it be? Will she just work indie dates? Will she pick and choose? Um, so I, I think when you ask, is it... Um, was it right for them to leave? I think it depends on their situation. I, I think for both of them it was because it made the most sense for them. Uh, in terms of their departure and how that ties in with the, the ladies not main event in WrestleMania, it's a tricky one. It's it's a very for me. I would prefer um, I, I think a, a female main event, a men's main event uh, on each night, regardless of which way around you do. Whether it's night one, or it's night two, I, I do like the idea of having. The ladies close out one night uh, and we've seen that provide gold and we got gold today yesterday technically this morning even with charlotte and and Rhea. i mean that was very much a main event match just it wasn't in the main event spot so i would prefer that but it's it was just that tricky one if you have this this story that's so white hot in in the usos and and, and uh, sammy Zayn and and ko and the greater bloodline so it's story-wise that deserved main event because and that's nothing to do with the talent involved in the ladies match that's just due, due to how that this the, the feud was booked it was i don't know you had charlotte as just a, a drab baby face who is very much leaning towards being a heel you have it just, it just the, the, the handling of it the build to it wasn't the best and if we're looking at purely stories the, the bloodline stuff is is that's dominated WWE for geez a year or whatever it is um 
The other question from Antonio, if uh, Roman Reigns loses today to Cody, will that may, well, sorry, will that mean this thing ultimately failed because it took him, Cody, uh, leading AEW to be the man and everyone else has been hurt so badly? Everyone was happy with the main event yesterday, but doesn't it just show that the writing team haven't got any better? Oh, so if Roman loses, does it mean that I'm, I'm struggling with this one. Uh, will that mean this thing ultimately failed because it took Cody leaving AEW to be the man in that point? Um, no, I don't. I don't think. I think Roman. I don't. I can't see myself how Roman Reigns losing is is a failure for anything. Um, I, I think Roman, in terms of the Roman Reigns character, it it wouldn't be a failure because he's had this historic run, this legendary run, this generational run, and also it it then has so many questions about what is next for Roman Reigns uh, if he goes away for a bit and has a couple of months uh, a break. What? Where does he come back? When does he come back? What happens with the bloodline? So if he loses. It's not a failure, uh, and if uh, if Roman wins, I think that will be more of a failure because then you you've got that very 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 uh, real risk of, of basically making Cody Rhodes Lex Luger in uh, in 1994, and uh, nobody wants to be Lex Luger in, in 1994 or 1993. SummerSlam 1993 was the start of the decline, and then WrestleMania 10 done, and within a year after that, Lex Luger was out of the company because they they positioned him against this beast monster in Yokozuna, Mr. Fuji Yokozuna. And to have him celebrate a count-out win first, like with the big celebration on his shoulders, but then to lose that title match, could come up short again. Uh, uh, well, it was a DQ, wasn't it? Uh, with Mr. Perfect, there's a ref at WrestleMania 10. That just killed Luger. You can't position somebody as this this uh, baby-kissing, granny-hugging, white-meat babyface who's against all these odds, and it's been such a, a, a nicely done story of this unstoppable monster. You're building somebody as that, that new big heel, the, the knight in shining armor, if they come up short, that's it. It's hard to recover from that. So I, I don't. I've gone off track here a little bit, but I don't think there's any way this is to be viewed as a failure, regardless of the result, whether it's Cody that wins or whether it's Roman that wins. Um, maybe the Roman one, like I said, the failure would be Cody Rose. What do you do with that? But I think, yeah, just because Cody left to another com- left to go to another company, start up his own company, and come back, I don't. I don't put that down as any failure. I, I see your point about all the other people who have uh, Roman Reigns has gone through because that's. That's the balancing act, is if you're building a dominant world champion or, or a dominant anybody, the whole point of the dominance is that other people don't beat them. That's 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 it. That's the they're dominant because they go through everyone. And so you 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 do have there is that fine line of how many people do we really feed to this guy? How many people do we sacrifice for this guy? Whether it's Drew McIntyre, whether it's Sheamus, whether it's uh, Riddle, whether it's Randy Orton, whether it's whoever, or, or Shinsuke Nakamura, Cesaro, Daniel Bryan, Edge, all these people that Roman Reigns has gone through, Braun Strowman, that Bray Wyatt, all those people lost. And it, it is like, how many, how can you build credible main eventers if they just keep coming up short? So there's a fine balance in line between that. I see your point there, but I think, I mean, Roman Reigns has been absolute gold. And I'm, I'm sure WWE can rehab a lot of those other people I've just mentioned there to have them go after Cody or go after Ro- Roman even again. Who knows? Uh, last question here. The one true Aaron Taylor. The one and only. Uh, right. Who will be AW Tag Champs first? Best Friends or Butcher and the Blade? Oof. I hate to break it to you, Aaron, but I don't think either of those teams are ever going to win the AEW Tag Team titles. If I was going to pick one who would be first, I guess best friends, a push. But yeah, I just, I I think the way that those two teams have been used and positioned, it just, it's, 
I, I can't see them being in the, the tag title picture seriously as, as main, well, as, as serious tag team challenges anytime soon. Uh, but that brings a nice end to uh, the Souls Sunday News here with myself, uh, Andrew Pollard at What Culture Wrestling. Be sure to like, subscribe, share, turn notification bells on, and most importantly, have the best possible day. Whether you're doing something, whether you're doing nothing, I hope your day goes very well for you. And if things aren't going well, I hope they turn around uh, sooner rather than later for you. Uh, I'm off to, to drink more coffee. I apologize if this has been a rambly, sleepy, half-assed news video i've been up since four o'clock give him a break but yeah have a great sunday have a great rest of your week enjoy wrestlemania night two enjoy all of the wrestling that's taking place this weekend there is so much i still need to to catch up on it's it's hectic um but it, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan right i will catch you next weekend no i'm i'm, I'm not actually here next weekend I'll, I'll catch you the weekend after that uh yeah but be sure to go and check out the uh what went down with adam wilborn live from sofi stadium that's on on youtube somewhere i'm sure there'll be a little clicky box little pop-up but yeah i'm rambling now so i'm gonna go have a good day i'll catch you soon head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the acclaimed movie all of us strangers starring paul muscal and andrew scott Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.